I'm John Torek. And I'm Danny Sullivan. And you're listening to Speaking of Design. Bringing you the stories of the engineers and architects who are transforming the world one project at a time. Today, we bring you more from our conversation with John Holler, a senior facility design manager with HDRMDG. John tells us more about what it's like to go through a charrette process and how his team worked with residents of Santa Monica to design a new rail maintenance facility that would fit into the heart of the historic Pico neighborhood. Check out the full episode to hear more about LA's new Expo line that connects downtown Los Angeles to Santa Monica, as well as the design of LA Metro's Division 14 Rail Operations and Maintenance Facility. So I like to draw, and that's what inspired me first to kind of get into this field. That's John Holler, who double majored in architecture and environmental design at North Dakota State University. I left civil because I didn't like chemistry, and I had more fun with vertical construction instead of civil design, where it seemed like everything was buried underground, and you designed something, they would bury it and couldn't show your mom and dad what you designed, because they couldn't see it, but if you did a uh, building design, you know, they could see that, so it was a little more fun to show off your accomplishments in that field. John's team from HDRMDG recently completed one of those accomplishments to show off, the new operations and maintenance facility for LA Metro Division 14. The building is the operations base for LA's new Expo line and where they store, clean, and repair their fleet of 46 light rail vehicles. However, as John told us, designing a facility so close to people's homes and a few noise-sensitive recording studios made for a challenge. Our biggest challenge was to get buy-in and approval from the community, the uh, residential neighbors, and also the commercial neighbors that surrounded the site. That was probably the biggest challenge, biggest opportunity to present uh, good design and uh, change the mentality of rail yards, that they're not heavy, smoky, dirty train yards, that they're places where people worked and uh, were part of the community and were proud to work there and respected those communities where they worked. And so that was the biggest challenge. And we uh, fashioned our team with the right experts to meet that challenge or face that challenge. So the design team joined LA Metro and the city of Santa Monica for a series of public workshops as well as charrettes. Charrettes are basically interactive design meetings with key stakeholders that allow everyone to brainstorm, provide input, and help shape the design. So it was pretty interesting, and we went back to the community four times, I think. The first one was before we put pencil to paper and just wanted to hear what their thoughts were. They had probably seen some previous designs, but our team was coming in new and, and didn't want any preconceived notions, we went in with more sensitivity and allowed them to participate more in the process, give us input and allowed us to respond and develop concepts and integrated the entire team and stakeholders in one. So we went through it all together. We respond to them, go back to them multiple times and develop the design and make it better. So by the end, everyone was pretty happy. In this case, neighbors came to the meetings with two primary concerns noise caused by the trains, and how a rail yard would look across the street from their homes. Using the charrette process, people suggested ideas as John's team stood in front of the room and sketched possible solutions. 
This helps illustrate the pros and cons of each suggestion and encourages building upon the group's ideas to improve each concept. Initially, somebody wants to just put up a big wall. I don't want to see anything that goes on in the yard. Well, then you design a big wall or something. And like, well, I don't. That's a huge wall. I don't want to see that big wall. That's uglier than probably what's on the other side of it. And so then you start to refine the design on what the wall looks like and the height and incorporate landscaping. And so visual concern was evident from everybody. Another aspect of a charrette is presenting technical information in an understandable manner to help everyone get a complete picture of the project. Sometimes this helps ease people's biggest concerns. And then sound was probably the biggest thing, I would say, from maybe how they interpreted a rail yard with horns and whistles and engines and whatever it might be. So it was fun to model those kinds of things and show them the actual calculations and how we arrived at that. Uh, the source of the, the sound was coming from or what that element sounded like or how much noise it made or didn't make. So it was perceived a misperception, I would say, from what they thought. And so we were proactive uh, trying to identify those sources, even if they didn't think of it. At times, the design team even finds themselves learning from each other during a charrette. Such was the case with acoustics expert Marlon Hale, who helped explain how train sounds would travel across the property. I learned a lot about the type of trees and the size of leaves on trees, how they absorb sound or deflect it or don't, things I'd never thought I'd ever learn and can't remember any of it, but it was pretty interesting. John's group knew the ins and outs of the operations side of the facility, but he said there are times when someone has a question the designers can't answer and how you handle those questions is just as important. We're not fully educated ourselves on every situation or circumstance or environment that we're working in, so we have to be humble a bit that we're not the know-it-alls to everything. Most of the time, they're digging for information, and if I can't provide it, I'm willing to come back and meet with them and go get that information and meet with them later or tomorrow or the next week, bring in whoever I need to sit down with them so I can hear and understand what they're talking about. Most people would not use the word fun to describe a public meeting with tough questions, opposing opinions, and sometimes harsh criticism of a potential project. But that's the word John Holler used several times during our interview. And maybe that's what makes him so effective when he's working with the community. I think it was fun because we anticipated what their issues, we knew what their issues were, and we uh, aligned ourselves and we brought the experts to the table and to the meetings to respond to that with the knowledge that just came across and built trust with them and trust within our team. So we knew who to go to, you know, questions that raised other questions, which were responded to and it just kept getting better and better. I think that's when we realized then that this team that we had put together really worked well together, knew their stuff, were committed and vested in the design and wanted to do the best they could for this community. We hope you enjoyed this bonus content. Be sure to check out the full episode, as well as our website, hdrinc.com slash speaking of design. Thanks for listening.